G'day, it's Sarah Jane here from Christian Women in Business. I hope you are well and having a wonderful day. It's beautiful here in Sydney today and um, I'm a little bit excited to share a bit of the word with you. So we've got an idea that we do kind of Facebook Lives uh, fortnightly, integrate them into our podcasts and just um, share the love and, you know, interact with you guys and uh, share some knowledge and wisdom. So that's exciting. So first of all, I'm going to start with reading um, a Bible verse um, to kick us off and kind of relate um, the word back to business. And then um, I'll get into the five lessons I've learned since founding Christian Women in Business. Um, so before we get started, I would love it if you could please share this video with your friends and with your family and if you're listening to the podcast it would be awesome if you could hit subscribe um, and share this uh, podcast or leave us a review um, on iTunes that would be awesome we've got some instructions of how you can do that alrighty so the first bible verse uh, we're going to share with you this week is uh, Genesis 26 2 um, so this is from the Old Testament and it's basically all about Isaac. Um, so we'll start um, with Genesis 26 1. Now there was a famine in the land besides the previous famine in Abraham's time. And Isaac went to the king of the Phil Philistines in Gear. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, Do not go to Egypt. Live, live in the land where I told you to live. Stay in this land for a while and we will be with you and will bless you. For you and your descendants and I will give all these lands and will confirm the oath I swore to your father Abraham. I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and will give them all these lands. And through your offspring all the nations on earth will be blessed. Because Abraham obeyed me and did everything I required of him, keeping my commands, my decrees, and my instructions. And so, um, basically, this is God telling Isaac that, you know, your dad was absolutely awesome. He was righteous. Um, I gave him instructions and he followed. And because of that, and uh, because I can see you're going to do the same thing, um, I'd really love to bless you. And so... Um, what does this little passage teach us about business and about our life and I guess about what we can do and how we can apply that? So first of all, listen to the Lord um, where he's asked us to go and live and how he's asked us to sow. So, you know, has he given you a word to go and move to Melbourne and you live in Brisbane or you live in Sydney and he's asked you to go somewhere else? And where is he telling you to go and sow in your business or what kind of business or investment is he asking you to go and sow in? Um, and if you're feeling scared and discouraged or feel like you're not equipped, basically God's saying, don't worry, because um, if you obey me and or you are, are obedient um, and just trust in what I'm telling you to do, um, he's going to look after you. So um, if you listen to God, like Isaac did. Isaac went and planted crops where the Lord asked him to. And um, not only did Isaac become really, really rich, um, 
He was sent away and given his own land fill of fresh water and the Lord went with him. So God kind of gave him instructions, which I'm sure he's given you. And um, if you're unsure about how to do that, you know, you just spend some time with God, start reading the word, start journaling. Um, if he's given you a business idea or dream or kind of an an opportunity, just pray into that and ask God like where he wants you to go with it. And then um, if you're given instructions, we all hear God differently. I personally hear God. Um, I feel him in my soul and my spirit. And, um, you know, it's actual conversations for other people. It's pictures. Um, so just find how you connect with God. And uh, once you've kind of got that confirmation of what he wants you to do and where he wants you to sow, have courage and step in faith and know that God's going to have you back. He's going to provide what you need to do, what he's asked you to do. And he's going to love you. He's going to make you rich um, and extremely abundant because you're being obedient and you're doing what he's asked you to do. And you know, being rich and obedient might not actually come in cash form. A lot of the time it does, but God provides resources in lots of different ways that can make us be very richly abundant and successful in what we're trying to do for the kingdom. So turn your back on him. Uh, don't turn your back on him. Stay with him. Believe in what he's telling you and showing you and just take that first step and um He's going to richly bless you. So that's a little word of today, which is awesome. So now I wanted to share with you um, kind of the five lessons I've learned since founding Christian Women in Business. So, um, And this is to help encourage you and inspire you and to um, share the wisdom that we're learning and what I'm learning and what God's teaching me and um, how you can apply it in your business, in your life, because and there's no point in me learning all this stuff and putting myself out there and not sharing it for others to learn. So this is good. It's a good day. <laughs> all right. So five lessons I've learned since founding Christian Women Business. So we launched in the 11th of February this year. So we are in our eighth month of business. And we've got to um, 86 members in the community, which is really, really cool. And I'm grateful for each and every one of them. Uh, we've got a podcast show and we've also got uh, a magazine, which if you haven't seen, um, head over to our website and sign up for that. We're just trying to bless as many women as we can with that beautiful goodness of God. So um, in the eight months, we've come quite a long way um, and God has been hugely resourceful. He's had us every step of the way. Uh, yes, there's been challenges. There's been massive challenges. <laughs> There's been massive testings, there has been massive steps of faith, but I've just found by taking that leap in, in faith and just going for it and just trusting in God, God's always poured through. When he said, wait, I've waited. Uh, when I felt disheartened, I've just been open with God about feeling disheartened and speaking out about that. And, you know, he's brought real grace and peace to my heart and just having an amazing team around me has been a massive, massive um, contribution to our success. And I, I couldn't be and we couldn't be where we are today supporting you guys if it wasn't for those girls. So just really, really appreciate it. All right. Number one, I'll get on with it. <laughs> 
Number one, people are going to dislike you and be offended by you no matter what you do. <laughs> so I've just found that, you know, because we've been quite, I don't know what the word is. We've gone for guns for God. Like we have not stepped back. We've put 110% in. We go in big. We love God. Our God's a big God. Um, God's given me the gift of dreaming big and loving big and growing big, um, secretly competitive. Um, and so, uh, you know, you have a lot of breakthroughs with that. And, you know, when your mindset's big and you're dreaming big and you step out big, um, people can often be um, threatened by it. Um, they judge themselves by it. And, um, you know, sometimes it doesn't matter what you do, you still offend people. Um, so people might be offended about what choices you've made in business um, and in your leadership. People might um, question you on why you've done stuff. People might think that you're stepping on other people's toes uh, because you're being um, obedient <laughs> with what God's telling you to do. Um, but, you know, you're just going to come along some challenges and that's okay. God's with us with these challenges. But as long as you know you're being obedient to God and you're stepping out in faith with what he's given you to do, you seriously just have to stop caring about what other people think. And that's been a huge lesson for me to learn because even though I am quite competitive and excuse me, my nose is running, even though I am quite competitive um, and, you know, I am very soft you know, I'm like a big squidgy teddy bear who just loves on people. And, you know, when you feel that you've upset someone, it really hurts. And um, you don't want to upset people and you don't want to hurt people. So by being on this walk and being just obedient to God, people aren't going to like what you're doing. Some people are going to absolutely love what you're doing. Um, but you're always going to have complainers. You're always going to have opposition. And um, what we have to do is just know that God's got us, believe that, you know, we are being obedient to God and we're stepping in that faith um, and just not care. Because at the end of the day, and this is kind of the icing on the cake, being obedient to God is way more important than pleasing man. And this is a massive hurdle I've had to come across because as you know, you're only on this earth for a small amount of time. God tells us um, not to worry too much about this world or not to be of the world because he's got something better planned for us all anyway. Um, and it's a, and what Abraham teaches us all along his story is being obedient, being righteous, and being righteous is way, way, way more important than pleasing man. So... Yes, we are going to offend people. People aren't going to like what we're doing. We're going to be stepping out of faith. And when you step out of faith and you're doing big things, you're going to get opposition. That's just part of it. Stay obedient to God. Keep believing in him because it's way more important than pleasing man. Okay, that's point number one. I've learned lots, so it was hard to put them into five. <laughs> number two. If God gave you a strategy for your marketing, marketing and your business model, go for it. <laughs> 
Don't be swayed away by other people's sparkly ideas or people telling you how to run your business. Stick to your gut and what God has shown you. It's okay to listen but think and listen to what people are telling you, but think things over, sit on it, wait, analyze, um, just work out if you do need to change things, but make your own decision. But above all, listen to God's leading. Now, um, that's been another massive lesson I've learned because right at the beginning of Christian Women in Business, God gave me um, a really, really cool kind of business model and how I needed to market it. And, you know, I spent heaps of time just sewing in that and just um, waiting on it and waiting for what God had been teaching me. And so um, we wrote out a plan uh, with an intake model. It was going to be a membership. And, um, yeah, I just I basically had it all written out. So we wanted to have um, the membership. I'm trying to think how I want to say this. We wanted to have a membership model. We wanted to do intakes. This is basically what God had told me um, for throughout the year. Um, And the reason why we do that is so we can nurture the current intake that's come in. So um, I don't know if you've ever studied about communities and um, how like communities work together. But um, if you've got a group of people um, and you build the trust in that in that group, um, people get to know each other, they bond, um, and they build that friendship. And um, you'll see all the different dynamics in the group, which is really interesting. And then if you suddenly bring odd people in through that time of trust building, sorry, dogs are going nuts outside, um, it really, really shifts the dynamic of the group and um, different personalities bring different things. So um, by keeping it open um, and having people constantly coming in actually upsets that framework and that trust building. So um, God gave us, and why well, I believe God gave me that model and the wisdom that he's taught me through that is so when we do an intake, we really, really nurture and grow a trust and a bond within our members and within our community because at the end of the day, it is all about building our community members up for them to go off and do amazing things within their businesses. So we wanted to create the best structure to do that. And so um, that worked for the first time when we did our first intakes um, and then we went on to do our second intakes. And then along the way, people started asking me, you know, why don't you have this open all the time? And, you know, uh, maybe you should try this and maybe you should try that. And so I kind of and some of these were from uh, mentors that I was paying, um, you know, and getting expert advice on. Uh, which is even like my next point. But anyway, so, you know, I tried the intakes. It had been really successful. And then I started listening to other people about what they wanted to tell. Sorry, Baxter's going nuts in the background. Um, and I'm like, okay, well, I'll give that a go and see how that works. So we went open for a bit. It didn't work like the intakes work. I was like, okay, this is weird. So then I'm like, okay, well, maybe we'll just try monthly intakes. Um, and again, didn't work, didn't feel right. I was just like, oh my goodness, this is not 
going well, how I thought it would go by listening to all these great people's advices. So then I'm like, okay, you know what? God gave me a marketing plan and a way to do Christian women in business when I first started. I'm going to go back to that plan. Um, and so I did. And so uh, we're back on track now. So we've gone back to doing um, four intakes a year. And, you know, it just fits so in tune with what we're doing, especially with the community feel, because, um, you know, it gives us a chance to really sew in to the members that we've got and really just um, support them, encourage them and build that bond. So then when we're ready to do the next intakes, um, those girls are really ready to then encourage the next girls. So it's, it is a discipleship. It's a discipleship method um, that we're going with. And so within that, I'm getting into a bit of business strategy here, but here we go. <laughs> Monty can hear him too. That's funny. Sorry if your dogs are going nuts in the background while you're watching this. Um, where was I? Discipleship. So um, I knew that Christian Women in Business was going to be a discipleship. And how do we build other disciples to go out there and do awesome stuff is we build them up. We um, sow into them. We give them encouragement, uh, wisdom, knowledge through all different kinds of means. And then they get ready to then teach the next lot of awesome women that we um, come in. And, you know, they're ready to take them under the ring. And what we're trying to create is a ripple effect um oh my goodness maybe if i bring him in he'll shut up excuse me Careful. all right <laughs> he's happy now i don't know if you can see him hang on baxter baxter here's baxter this is the one Woo! baxter and frank we're house-sitting, and those are the two dogs that we're house-sitting at the minute. <laughs> and now they're going nuts. And I just vacuumed the whole house. Isn't that great? <laughs> Anywho. All right. So, getting back to it. Um, yeah, so we wanted to create, like, a, a ripple effect. And God's creating a ripple effect within us. I bet you can hear them just tapping around now, can't you? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So um, that's what we're doing. And the point is that God gave me a plan. I then kind of went off track a bit, you know, went around the mountain a few times through the desert, um, got tested for 40 days. I still ate, though, because I can't not eat food. And I've come back to the original model that God gave me. And um, I feel so at peace in my heart. And so, yeah, so at peace. I just know it's the right thing to do and it just works so, so well with our dynamics and what we're doing. So my point is to you, if God's given you a plan, he's given you instructions for your marketing and for the business model and, you know, you're hearing all these voices from other people, stick, stick with what's given you and trust in that. Um, he's given it to you because he can see the whole big picture. You know, he can see way beyond what we can see. Okay, my butt's being sniffed now. <laughs> and um, he's just going to take us on a whole journey of just trusting in what he's telling us and just stick with it and be obedient. You know what? He's, gonna, he's got you. He's giving you this plan because he can see what's going to work. 
Um, yeah, take in market research, um, ask questions, but don't go off the main plan. Just see if you can't improve what you've already got with the feedback that you're getting and just trusting God with that. All right, so number one was people are going to dislike you um, and be offended by you no matter what you do. So don't care, stay obedient to God and do it anyway. <laughs> number two, if God gives you a marketing strategy and a business model, go for it and try not to be distracted by other sparkly bright ideas. <laughs> Stick to the plan, Jan, <laughs> um, because he can see the big picture and he knows what's going to work for your business more than anyone else. Okay, number three. Don't be afraid to do silly things and put yourself out there because people love uniqueness and um, will interact with your brand more. So I guess we've been working now, well, I've personally been working with women for, ooh, well, I guess my whole life because, you know, you've got women around you all the time. But um, seriously, kind of mentoring and supporting women for about three years now. And uh, if there's one thing I've learned within myself is we all have insecurities, we all self-doubt, we all compare a lot of us. So maybe there's some super women, human, wonder women out there that don't. And, you know, we're always constantly thinking about what other people think of us. And as soon as we are putting ourselves in front of our brand and being the brand of our business, um, it doesn't matter what business we've got, um, whether you're in, like Emily, a cleaning business or, you know, nutritionist or you're selling the oils that women are selling at the minute or, you know, you run a cleaning business, you're in admin, you know, we all have got different avenues and different customers, but customers are going to love who you are and they are going to love um, your uniqueness and your God made goodness. <laughs> and if you can get to a point, I've just found in myself, and it's only been, only been over the past couple of months really, that I've really gone, hey, you know what, God, this is what I look like on camera and I can't change that. You know, this, this just is there. And um, my personality is just what you've made it. And, um, I, I'm happy with that. Like when we launched the magazine the other day and I'm like, God, I'm, I'm going to do a Facebook live to launch it literally two minutes before. Well, <laughs> I hadn't planned anything. I'm just like, what should I do? I have no idea what to do, but I know I want to be out there and be spontaneous. And then he instantly brought to my mind the song um, from the Donna Celebrate. I'm like, oh my goodness, that's like the best song ever for this occasion. And he was like, just dance. And I'm like, that is totally my personality. Like, if I was to be in a room and a song came on and I loved it, I'd just be like, yeah, man, let's do this. Like, let's hit a bit of craziness. And so um, I kind of was like, well, what the hell? I'll just go and do it. And so I did it. And it's been our most viewed video that we've done on Facebook that's not been paid, uh, organic growth. And I had a hell of a time doing it. So I was just being myself. We were having a bit of fun. Um, you know, we still had the brand in the background. I hadn't changed. I'm still here. People interacted with us. People were dancing at home with us. And so 
people just love who you are and if you can incorporate in that like incorporate that into your brand and into your business and just be who you are if you're not a silly dancing person don't be a silly dancing person um just be who you are um and people will love you see that um and don't be afraid to be the unique beautiful person god made you to be because he needs you to be you he needs me to be me to push forward christian women in business and you know just have peace and have comfort in knowing that hey you know what this is how god's made me um i'm going to try and be the best version of myself and i'm just going to love on other people and um it's just been a big lesson i've learned not being afraid just to be who i am um you know and still trying to be professional <laughs> all right number 4 build relationships so the fourth big lesson i've learned since founding christian women in business has been build relationships they are priceless so it doesn't matter um where you are or what you're doing um build your network around you and you know if you're in regional australia you're out in the desert if you're in regional africa like wherever you are listening to this video there are always ways that you can connect with people and this has been a vital extremely vital part of christian women in business growing and um how we've managed to resource and how we've built our community and it's all been built on relationships so i think you've heard me say the story before but um basically i just went on a massive like frenzy friends um when we were first launching christian women in business and i just tried to be friends with everyone i could in every situation i was in so be it facebook instagram face to face networking groups churches like i just completely put myself out there i'm an introvert it took a lot of effort um and it took a lot of um yeah it took a lot of effort basically <laughs> but i was just on a mission to build relationships um uh, with as many people as i could genuine relationships so i wasn't going out there going hi i'm sj come and be a member of our community i was like hi i'm sj how can i help you how can i um you know do something for you and complimented people and you know just really built heartfelt relationships right from the get go you know you can't have a community of building heartfelt relationships if you're not very good at building heart felt relationships yourself um so you know i just worked on building good genuine relationships where i just loved on people and just served them and um it just has been absolutely priceless like the amount of um friendships that are coming out of it the amount of um just ripple effect it's had um in building christian women in business has just been phenomenal and that's why we're basing our uh, first conference around your community and connecting with people because we found you know after mixing um how we do the intakes and then just building relationships god just gave me a word build relationships i'm like okay build relationships i can do that And so now we want to pass on that wisdom and knowledge and we found a person who's absolutely fantastic at creating relationships and connections um and it's just so 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 priceless to your business because 
once you've got that trust built up, say for instance, I don't know, you needed a hundred grand for an investment or for something and you've built them relationships and you're building them with the right people that are going to build you up and that you can learn from. You know, you might go, hey, X, we've seen this investment. You know, are you willing to come in? We need a hundred grand for you. We're willing to put in a hundred grand, but we need 200 to make this work. Um, and people say yes. Or you might need help with doing something within your business. And, you know, you just put it out there. You know, I'm looking for help with this. Um, is anyone out there that can help me? And people, you know, once they they trust you, will go, actually, yeah, I can help you with that. Um, and Or no, but I know this person who does. And so you, you're constantly expanding how many heads you've got um, that you can um, get access to by building... Uh, your networking community around you and that's happened a lot within our community as well within um, the CWIB community is people have put things up like oh I need help with this and then you know a person's gone oh my goodness I know someone who can help you with that and you know it's just it's just incredible so that was number four number five is something that I'm still learning now (laughs) and it has taken me a lot of time um and a lot of aha moments um and this is something that is applied to your whole life so not just your business but your whole life and that is setting boundaries um oh i should have got the book out anyway there's an awesome book out there by i think it's called dr townsend and someone else but it's all about boundaries and you know i've just been i just got to a point the other month where i was like i'm tired People are messaging me at God knows what time throughout the day, all day, every day. Um, Hubby's being neglected, which is a big no-no. My health was suffering. Um, So, like, um, just who I am, I love fitness. um, And I love being active. I love being in the outdoors. And I was just being absolutely sucked dry because I just was not having any boundaries in my life and across my business and every other area. So um, because of that, I kind of went seeking. I'm like, you know what? I need, for me to keep going, I need to get back into my fitness and um, find that adventure again. I need to be looking after my internal health with good nutrition um, because my body's a temple and I want to look after it and you know I'm putting on weight at goodness knows what rate like this needs to stop and when you put on weight as a chick you know you get fat you get fatter you eat more food because you're getting fatter you're getting more stressed so you eat more food and then you get more stressed again because you're getting fatter and before you know you put 10 kilos on and you're like oh my goodness I feel like the massivest plumpy dump ever and just tying up my shoelace is really hard bloody work (laughs) So I'm just like, no, this just has to stop right here. Um, And so what I've done is I'm slowly starting to implement boundaries within myself, um, which has just been absolutely so, so freeing. Um, It's making me use better use of my time. Um, I'm feeling more confident. I am feeling more healthy. My husband is happier. um, And we're just getting some good quality time together. Uh, because there's no point in having a business and doing what you're doing if your marriage is falling apart. Not that ours was falling apart, 
but if you're not making time for one another like what's the point in doing business because you know husband and family are, are the most important thing below god um so it's really important to kind of set boundaries and women you know women come to the community and they're like okay i need more time and yada yada so it's like well okay <clears throat> how do we get more time how how do we do this and so um the only thing i've managed to come up with is boundaries and i found it very freeing so what are these boundaries looking like so far well i didn't set them all out in one day holy moly or one week it would have been too much it's just gradual things that i've done over time um that really help with the hectic lifestyle that hubby and i lead so first of all <clears throat> first of all um where did i start i'll just tell you what i've done i don't know what order it was in so time on facebook um so um i just found like i know a lot of us do that you get on facebook before you know it an hour's passed and then oh my goodness they're going up again yay um time goes by and you actually come off feeling like crap like you've compared yourself to other people you're taking in all their rubbish hang on it's time to put them back outside This is hard work. <laughs> okay, so yes, the first one was Facebook and putting boundaries around Facebook. One, it's a waste of time. It's not productive. Only if you're building relationships with people or um, sewn into um, a Facebook group or, um, you know, into your business, if you've got communities on there. Um, but basically, I've just hit myself with being on Facebook for one hour a day and um, or not well yeah capped it to one hour a day but only allowed to be on there once so i give myself an hour to do everything that i need to i make sure that i'm commenting on all our community posts and um, that i'm building relationships with people um but what i am avoiding and also boundaries within facebook is the news feed um and not letting myself see other people um who might affect goodness um, that might make me feel jealous or envy. Um, what else? Just basically setting up that boundary of, you know what, I'm just going to post and then I'm going to go. So then I'm not coming off Facebook feeling rubbish and crap because I've just compared myself to everyone under the sun and thinking, oh my goodness, my life's not as good as theirs or I'm not as skinny as that chick or whatever it was. Um, I'm sewn into goodness into other people in it and uh, within our community um and i'm not wasting heaps of time so post and go um same with emails once a day 15 minute cap bang 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 get them all out um answer all the emails i've got um and then turn it off so that's two massive time wasters that um i've limited and set boundaries on so then husband's not going you're always on your phone because I'm sure we're all guilty of always being on our phones and, you know, we're not going to build a business by being on our phones if we're wasting time. And you don't need to be on it all the time, seriously. Um, so another boundary I've set is my fitness. So um, I still work a job um, 
and you know I work four days a week I run a business we've got investment portfolio and you know life's pretty busy and we house it so we're constantly moving around all the time so I've got every excuse under the sun to go you know what life's too busy I'm not going to look after my body and that's exactly what I've done and it's just had the complete opposite effect so um what I decided to do was try to make the best use of what I'm already doing so I've still got to drive to the office every day how can I make better use of that it's already in my routine so um, I've got a push bike that God bless me with that's a roadie I'm like okay let's mix exercising with commuting and you can do exactly the same thing if you go to the office every day in your business is think, OK, how can I do something on my commuting and coming home that will benefit my health? And so I've been riding to work twice a day um, and then the times because I just found it too much doing it four days. Um, I just turned into a complete tired zombie. Um, and then on the other two days is um, strength and stretching. So, you know, it's not stressful exercise. I'm doing like Pilates um, and then just stretching out. So I'm not stressing myself out with stressful exercise um, uh, because of the stress balance. And um, it's just been amazing. And then we wanted to do something as a couple that was fun and in a community. And so we're doing park runs on a weekend. So that's something that we can enjoy together. Hobby gets to be competitive with people who run at his speed, not a slow wife that is like five kilometers behind him every time we go running. Um, and it's something we're doing together as a family. It's health. It's, you know, it's getting out in the sunshine. And then, you know, we might go and get a big massive fried breakfast afterwards <laughs> but we just burnt 5,500 uh, calories running for 5Ks um, and it's just something you can do with your whole family um, and it's a community feel so that's kind of fitness boundaries that I've set nothing else interrupts them they are set in stone into my schedule doesn't matter business or work I'm doing that no matter what and then um, having my God time and I'm just doing some other boundaries, but they're the main three. So time, saving myself time, being more productive and getting healthy have been the, the three boundaries that I've just found so, so freeing. Um, and, um, you know, apart from my absolute close inner circle, um, our, you know, family and then immediate friends after that, Everyone else just has to wait. Um, so if I'm getting messages, and I still build relationships, but it's just set in that time period. So if people send me direct messages or whatever it is, I'm not going to respond straight away. And, you know, I'm just re-teaching people that that's not going to happen. And, um, you know, it will happen in my time when I have time to reply. Um, same with emails. You know what? It's going to happen daily, but it's going to happen in my time and it's going to happen once. And then, you know, we're on to the next day. So, yeah, this is good. Good job. Thank you. So five lessons I've learned since founding CWIB. So we've got a mixture of business and we've got a mixture of personal because, you know, we're all humans at the end of the day. It's not all, you know, high shoulder blades and business thing anymore. It's a bit different. So a takeaway for you, I'll just do a quick recap. One, people are going to dislike you and be offended with you. 
do what you're doing anyway and be obedient to God. Being obedient to God is way more important than pleasing man. Number two, if God gave you a strategy for your marketing and your business model, don't go for it. Sorry. Don't be swayed by other people's opinions. Um, think about them, analyze them, make your own decision. But above all, listen to God's leading. Um, number two, uh, number three, sorry, don't be afraid to do silly things and put yourself out there. Be you. People love uniqueness um, and they love to interact with you and your brand. Um, number four, build relationships. They are priceless. And number five, set boundaries so you don't get burnt out and so you can manage your family time. It's okay to make people wait in this instant gratification society that we live in. <laughs> All right, so something you can apply to your business today. So we want to give you a takeaway. Spend some time and write out what you've learned this year so far and pop them in the comments below because we would love to help spread wisdom throughout our awesome network. So have a quick think and learn from yourself. What's God taught you? Five things that God's taught you this year in your business um, and put them in the comments section below. Um, doesn't have to be big, you know, just little bullet points of what he's taught you um, and just spend some time looking back and reflecting um, so you can learn and then we can learn from each other. Um, and that's it. Awesome. Cool. All right. It's been absolutely lovely um, speaking to you and sharing these five points. We are hopefully going to be doing um, these kind of Facebook lives uh, once every two weeks um which is cool and then they will go out into the podcast um so if you want to re-listen to them you can um or we're going to be putting them on um on the blog post of the podcast so then you can go and re-watch um or just quickly look at the notes and yes thank you so much for listening share this video or tag um some friends who you think might find it useful or who can learn from it and we will catch up with you in a couple of weeks, which we will be really close to our intakes for the next intake round, which is really, really exciting. Cool. Lots of love. Speak to you soon. Good day. Thank you for listening in in this video or on this podcast. It's been so great to have you here and listening and sharing this awesome wisdom. So uh, we are going to share with you a case study from one of our awesome members. And we hope that this encourages you and inspires you. We'll speak to you soon. Hi, my name's Lisa and I'm the owner of Love Beyond Measure Boutique. I'm a fairly new clothing business that makes clothing for kids and adults that's based on the word of God and is all about declaring God's truth over our little ones. I've been a part of Christian Women in Business now for a couple of months. Um, and my favorite thing about it would just be the community and the prayer support that you have through a group. I'm part of other groups with other, you know, mums and other women to do with business, but this is the only one that I can send through prayer requests. And I know that a stack of women will just jump straight on that and pray with me and stand with me in agreement for what I'm believing for, whether it's for my business or whether it's my, my ministry as I'm a pastor as well, or whether it's 
um, for something personal in my family. I know that there are going to be women there who are not just praying for me, but are also offering up advice and not just, you know, not just good advice, but godly advice, which I really, really value. I love that if I need advice on my business or, um, you know, just how to, how to balance family and, and work life and anything to do with that. There's this bunch of women who I know have beautiful hearts, just always there ready to, to give you advice and ready to just sow into you. And I just really, really value that support network. And it's something that I haven't come across before. So absolutely love what this business is about. Get on board. Um, women supporting women, loving on women, and we're going to change the world together, guys. Cheers.